Sports Blast. Third and final hour here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. Uh, very quickly, uh, the you know the verdict is in. It is official, not NBA ref. Yep. Yeah. Thanks to Mark's dad, apparently, who's hey, the show. Hey, hey, I'm the one who mentioned it. No, but Mark. Thanks you, to me. He was the yeah. tiebreaker. Well, I mean, we know that. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, apparently. Yeah, it's an NBA official, but I still am going to call them yeah. the ref. <laughs> Like I know, I know the right terminology. Stop being defiant. Why would I? Yeah, defiant that's not being <laughs> It's just much easier. Going no, against the grain. It's much easier. No, for you the, think it's for my violence. You uh, think gestures it's. You think it's easier. Dave's but it's going not. against Dude, the it's norm. It's much easier. It's much easier. You suck, ref. A fish. Say it with me. A fish. You suck, ref. You a suck fish. a fish. <laughs> Suck a fish. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what that sounds like you're saying because it's too obvious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, we've got five Jeez. questions with Dave Pollard coming up at 120 before we get into that. Guys, sexual relations together. with fish. All right, people? Just want to oh, put that off, out there. This show's gone off the rails. All right, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to reel us back in. Do not promote that sort of stuff on this show. This is a clean family show. Yeah. Keep it clean, guys. Okay. Like when you that. suck, oh fish. I can never eat a fillet of fish again. <laughs> I can never do that. I don't know how we're supposed to go to Aaron Hernandez. Wait, why were you ever drinking? Uh, I mean, drinking, eating. <laughs> I, I never was. Stop, I never was. You're done. You're yeah. done. I never Brian. was. What do you mean? Drinking <laughs> take a, a nap. Fish? Take a nap, Brian. You're done. You're done. <laughs> Goodbye. Apologies to everyone Goodbye. listening to this. <laughs> Turn down the mic, Brian. Suck, ref. <laughs> okay, guys. So let's let's do our best uh, transition. <laughs> to Aaron except, Hernandez, except who was murdered. Suicide note. Yeah, he was not. So wait, very quickly. Uh, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about this, uh, Brian was under the impression that Aaron Herm- Hernandez was murdered still in an inside so. job. You still think so. Yep. And that it was made to look like a suicide. Yep. Um, well, we now have one of the notes that okay. confirms that it was, in fact, a suicide. I'm going to read the note here. He was forced and, to write uh, it. It's okay. Oh, my God, Brian. <laughs> With a gun to his head. <laughs> All right. Yep. By the so security here, guard. Because he's is, getting some of the money. Here's yep. uh, uh, the Aaron Hernandez suicide note that was written to his fiance Cheyenne Jenkins. It reads... Shay, you have always been my soulmate, and I want you to live life and know I'm always with you. I told you what was coming indirectly. I love you so much and know you're an angel, literally. We split into two to come change the world. Your characteristics is that of a true angel and the definition of God's love. Tell my story fully, but never think anything besides how much I love you. This was the Supremes, the Almighty's plan, not mine. I love you. Let blank know how much I love her. Daughter, I'm assuming. Look after blank and blank for me. No idea who he's talking about there. Those are my boys. In parentheses, you're rich. I knew I loved you equals Savage Garden. Savage Garden, by the way, Australian pop duo. Not really sure how that plays into this. but Sa- Savage Garden, great but, band. But yeah. well, that could be a code, too. I, yeah. I have no idea. But the, in parentheses, you're rich. Does that give proof that he knew about that archaic Massachusetts law that if he died during an appeal, he would die innocent? And his family would be entitled to the money. I mean, does that does that provide enough proof, or could that be like that's ambiguous? That could mean anything. I mean, because I've heard both sides of it. I've heard but, both uh, sides. She's rich in life now, because she doesn't How have to deal that? with his burden. How is that? Uh, like, no way. Yeah, no way. Could, she's gonna have to live knowing uh, forever that the father of her child uh, committed atrocities and killed himself. Yeah, he's innocent. She, and it, it shows I, guilt I don't on think him, that though. he's saying you're rich. Yeah, based on. You, your life is rich now that he's gone. I no. don't think that's what it is. Because Aaron Hernandez just wasn't read it. about just guilt. Just read it. He wasn't like, about guilt. I don't know any other way you can take it other than you're rich. You have money now because I'm doing this. This is why I'm writing this note. This is what I'm saying. You're rich now. Like that's one of those things you just sort of you not as rich as you could have been. Just use your gut. Just use your gut. Because I gave some money to the 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 the, the security guard. Security guard. What who forced forced him to write the note as you said? Yeah. Yep. I don't, no, How does that? Work? I don't understand. If he's gonna die either way, he should just say, "All right, if you're gonna kill me, just kill me. I'm not writing your damn note." Because then they wouldn't get any money. Why do they need money if he's gonna kill himself? He's not going to. So he knows that they're going to force him to kill himself. Yeah. That's what you're Ryan, saying. your theory makes no sense. This is he backwards. He committed suicide it's backwards. because he knew if he died during the appeal, he would die innocent in the eyes of the law. I don't think he knew that we until the security this. officer he told knew, him. No, he, no, the security officers are not lawyers. They don't know that necessarily. Th- that guy okay. could have known. His lawyers knew. knew. His, his lawyers, lawyers knew, knew and, and he knew. And his lawyers are the ones that told him. Although, again, 
the in parentheses you're rich we don't know for a fact that he's alluding to the money right. that I mean, could mean anything like in the it world it could be an inside one joke. theory right. exactly like could one be anything theory, like but savage one, garden but one theory we don't know we don't know what that means but one theory is that he is saying you're rich now because i'm gone mm-hmm. and if that's the case again no one's saying that it is because we don't know we're speculating but if that's the case who the hell told him hey if you kill yourself during this appeal, your family's entitled to the money. Like, yeah. I want to know, did the lawyer say that? I think and that, doesn't I think that, that, that's, that's well, and one it's, hell and, of a conspiracy and theory you know, there. You know how lawyers talk. It's not necessarily that they're going to say, hey, if you kill yourself, it's your family's you going to get money. It's you to die. Uh, like, hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you phrase it a, a certain way. You, yeah. Look, there's this archaic law, as you said, Ashish, in Massachusetts, where if you are... Uh, found dead during an appeal, your family is then entitled to your money. Because whatever you were convicted of is vacated. You say that, and Aaron Hernandez now knows the fact is that by law, if he's dead, that his family gets the money. And then Aaron Hernandez makes a decision, which obviously... Well, it's because he's found innocent that he would get the money in the first place. No, the the appeal gets vacated. Right, which means he's technically innocent. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But so the once, only way, once he was acquitted on yeah. the charges of the double homicide, now he's in a position where if he appeals Which he, and then is and then is found dead, yeah. his family gets that money. Right. Which maybe kind of explains why he cried. Because he kinda knew, oh, this opens the door, it swings well, it and, wide open and the other for me to appeal. Kill myself and let my family have the money. And the other part of that letter, if we remember, like we said when it happened, when he was acquitted, it was the first time he really showed any emotion was when he saw his wife and his kid mm-hmm. in that courtroom. It's the first time we saw any emotion, any sort of grief. But we also alluded to the fact, we talked about it that day, that week, mm-hmm. that we thought maybe he knew it was the last time he'd be seeing his wife and his kid. And he says in the letter, I told you what was coming indirectly. I told you what was coming. Uh, how do you take that? Yeah. Other than this was going to happen, and you may have known in some way, this is me affirming this after the fact for you, that this was going to happen. You know, and that's, that's how I take it at least. I mean, obviously, you can skew this in any way you want. This is, they're not our words. We, right. can, we can go over it time and time again reanalyze, reassess, we could come up with a million different meanings to this letter. But if you just use your gut instinct and you look at the situation as a whole, uh, he, he waited as long as he did till after the acquittal, which was important in them getting the money because if he's found guilty of the double homicide, they're not getting that money. No, they're not. He had to be found innocent. innocent. Yeah, of so, the first, of one of them. Of one of them, and then the appeals process... Obviously begins, and like Ashish said, he mentions that law. If during an appeal you're dead, you you end up dying, you're found innocent, and your family's entitled to that money. So I don't think that Hernandez wasn't aware of that, and I think that this could have been, and it's sort of, it's difficult to say it, I guess, because you looked at him for the past four years as this guy with absolutely no humanity, and this would be an act of decency by a man who we look at as completely inhumane, but even uh, even a, the worst people, even the worst people in dire times, might look at the people that they've had around them in their whole lives, the people that they love, and say, "You know what? I'm going to be in jail forever. I might as well give you something in return for what I've put you through." You got you- and maybe just maybe that last shred of humanity within Aaron Hernandez knew that this was what he wanted to do for his family. And that's how I sort of take this letter. And, and guys, have you've seen the town, right? Oh yeah, of course. The note at the end, um, you know, it's pretty symbolic. Um, there's a lot of meaning behind it. I think the same way with this note. I think there's a substantial um, purity behind it in regards to what he is saying within every single word of that note. And I fully believe that he most certainly wanted to be innocent so that he could most certainly give the money to his family, which he needed to pay back for. Well, and he also probably understands that if you go to trial, you're then paying legal fees, which will deplete the rest of his money. Also, if 
you know, if he does get out at some point, which I don't know if he would have. But he was serving life without well, parole. Well, that's that's sort of what I'm getting at, Mark. Regardless of, say, the appeals process happens, he's found yeah. innocent on appeal, yeah. and he gets released. He's a free man. But guess what? You don't have any money left. Well, you're still exactly. a martyr. You're still hated. You're still looked at as a guy that was that was absolutely guilty. Exactly. In the eyes of so many people. And you're gonna die in jail anyway. And I'm not saying that the suicide's the way to go, but like you said, it's probably the most humane thing that you could possibly do in that circumstance because you've been through hell, right? And well, and he's put his family through hell. It, exactly. And I think this is a, a sign to pay back what he's done and what he has treated to different families. Um, it, it's a, an incredible story in the most sad, um, you know, um, I guess, mor- morally way. Um, yeah, it's tragic. The, it, it, is Mark, tragic. it is tragic. From beginning to end, this whole thing, uh, yes, story-wise, it's like we said a couple weeks ago. If a movie producer came up with this story, people would be like, we don't buy it. Yeah, It's not believable. An NFL player, all the talent in the world, playing with the, the greatest team, the greatest coach, the greatest quarterback on the planet, has that sort of future, that sort of fame, those sort of riches ahead of him. And yet he's uh, still caught up in gang life, and he's leading a double life outside of football, going on a drug-infused murdering spree, which is exactly what happened. Let's not forget, this guy is not a good guy. No, he's not. He is not a good guy. And I guarantee you that the innocent verdict was going to be appealed by the families uh, of, of the two victims in the double homicide case. And you know what? It probably, even if he appeals the Odin Lloyd case and that gets reversed... There's going to be a second appeal on that. This was going to be a legal battle for as long as he was alive and for as long as he had the money to go ahead and do it. And I think at a certain point he looked at it and said, you know what, there's this loophole here. And it's right now. It's it's this small window where he was acquitted of the double homicide. Now's the time to do it. And he was appealing the Odin Lloyd case. Mm-hmm. And again, we keep mentioning that law. If on appeal you mm-hmm. end up dying... The family's entitled to the to the rest of your money, which and, is an estimated so, six million dollars. So there's this small window where sense. the family can receive that money. Yeah, this is the window in which he presumably kills himself. Yeah, I don't see how you can take it any other way. I I, I get that there's like these these rumors out there about you know whatever. There's a million rumors out there that it was a setup, that it was gang related, that it was. Uh, uh, related to his homosexuality, which was a whole thing, you know. And, and again, it's just throwing crap against the wall. But if you just look at it, I just think it's suspicious that the correctional officer missed missed his shift that that time. Well, uh, who knows? Maybe he did pay someone off to let I was him just gonna to, say, let him to let him go through it. I was yeah. just gonna say yeah. that that maybe. absolutely is what I was thinking. And, you know, and so maybe yeah, there's a little bit of a payoff for some some guard on a shift, you know, to say hey. I'm going to give you a little bit of this money, but I need to do this in this time and uh, so that my family can get money. Maybe there was a little bit of a payoff because the guards aren't supposed to let the inmates kill themselves. Right. It's not supposed to happen. Right. But also look at the, the family donating his brain to CTE research. Um, I think that's a sign of, to say that the, the family means well. The, you know, the family is looking out for other people. So there's there's a meaning behind it. And it, it seems like Aaron Hernandez was kind of the outlier within that family to, well, to, yeah. to, to take the step to go, you know, to gang violence and um, just violence in general to commit these murders and try to get away with it. So I think this is like total conclusion. It comes to fruition in his life where he started off with a great family and now he's coming back to saying, I'm at peace. I I did what I did, but I gave back to my family and gave, you know, payback. And, and also, now that he's a victim, the gang that he might be associated with, they don't target the family. Right. And I, I think that's the main thing is now that Hernandez is dead, you know, sure. in their eyes. Oh, it could be twofold like that. That the family is now safe. I believe that. You know, there there could have been that element to it as well in Hernandez's mind. Yeah, there's the money thing where he's got this small window where if he kills himself, his family's going to be entitled to the money. Right. But yeah, sure, there could have also been that reason where Protection. he's worried about 
his family being targeted by gang members. Right, because yeah. we're if, learning if, if now he's that still he was, alive, if he's still right. alive, absolutely, exactly. that may never end. Because exactly. we just learned uh, recently that he was in fact a member of the Bloods. Yeah, sure. And, and look, I, I kind of like what you said, Mark, about the family getting wrapped up in something that maybe they didn't want. They didn't want, you know. Exactly. And, and I, I'm not putting it past his wife to have known what was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that to some extent she did know, but that doesn't mean. That it was what she thought she was getting into when she first got with Hernandez. Right. So this is sort of his way of, you know, putting it back, putting the universe back to its original state. Yeah. Where you brought someone into a situation that wasn't good for them. And maybe they stuck with you. Because people do that. There are loyal people out there who will stick with the person even though they're bad for you. And maybe that was his wife. And maybe he knew this about his wife and said, you know what? She was a I'm mentor. No good f- I'm no good for you. Yeah. And me being alive isn't any good for you. Me being around at all isn't any good for you. The only thing I can think of that is good for you is money. Is if I give you this money and you can go and live your life without me around and without having to think about any sort of gang-related violence that may come upon you because I'm still alive. All of that, I think, goes into this. And so, yeah, I mean, you can still speculate, and I think there's going to be more to come with with this whole case of his suicide uh, but I think the more and more the evidence pours out, the more it's going to sort of affirm, as this letter really sort of does for me, that that's what happened. He killed himself in this small time frame, this window that he had, this window of opportunity where it allowed him to give money to his family. If he waited or if he had done it before, that window's not there. But he waited till this window for a reason, I think. And I'll, I'll never say that this to like a violent you know, individual, but tip of the cap for him for doing that. And the reason why is because he knows what he put his family through, and he wanted to give back, and that's the, the best way to do it. Yeah, it's like, it's like I said, maybe just that final shred of humanity. I mean, the most evil of all people are still humans. You know, they're still people. Yeah, somehow, so so whatever shred of humanity might have been left in Aaron Hernandez's body, I think that he had it for his family, for his wife and his daughter, and this was sort of his last, uh, his last act, you know, to be able to do something for them. Yeah. All right, quick break here on the Sports Blast. Five questions with Dave Pollard coming up next. ESPN New Hampshire. Hi, everyone. I'm meteorologist Mark Rosenthal, and my weather forecast today is being brought to you by Stratum Tire. Spring has finally arrived, so now's the time to come on into a Stratum Tire location near you and take advantage of their spring pothole specials. 20% off spring tire changeovers and alignments, half-off state inspections, deeply discounted oil chain specials, tires in every price range with a great selection of top brand names and a value price line, too. Visit StratumTire.com to schedule your service online today. Yo, everybody get up! Everybody get up! Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep and she don't know where to find them. Yo, Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. When you need spends a little too much time in the sun relief. Yikes. Ow, what the? Attack of the angry mosquito relief. Hey, watch this. Scraped knees. And an elbow. Relief. You need new Gold Bond Pain and Itch Relief Cream with Lidocaine. Gold Bond has the maximum strength lidocaine available without a prescription and starts working on contact to numb away pain and itch. New Gold Bond with Lidocaine. Relief starts now. Use as directed. About 70% of U.S. adults age 65 or older have high blood pressure, and only about half have it under control. Blood pressure medicine can protect the heart, brain, and kidneys, but many people aren't taking it as directed. This means they may skip doses or stop taking it altogether. To help patients, healthcare systems can involve the entire healthcare team to ensure patients are taking medicine as directed. Simplify blood pressure treatment by prescribing 90-day refills and combination medicines. Coordinate pill refills and prescribe generic medicines. Encourage the use of home blood pressure monitors and address financial barriers such as high copays and deductibles. Patients, follow your healthcare team's instructions on how much medicine to take, how often, and how long to take it. Ask questions about how to correctly take your medicines and why you need them. 
Use weekly pill boxes or a reminder system to keep track of when to take medicine. To learn more, visit cdc.gov slash vital signs. The New Hampshire Dental Society wants to help parents keep their kids' teeth healthy this Halloween. Instead of handing out candy, consider pencils, stickers, or temporary tattoos. Avoid sticky sweets such as gummies, taffy, and caramels as they stay on the surface of the teeth longer. Limit consumption to one or two pieces of candy at a time and have your children brush their teeth after each batch of sweets. Some dentists offer a buyback program that rewards children for donating their excess Halloween candy. Check to see if your local dentist provides this option. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Red Sox began their three-game series against the Minnesota Twins last night. Despite the late comeback, the Twins got the walk-off homer from Joe Maurer in the ninth inning to beat the Sox 4-3. Their road trip continues today. Rick Porcello on the hill for the Sox. First pitch is at 2-10. Cleveland beat the Raptors last night in Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Semifinal, 115-94. LeBron James led the Cavs with 35 points. Cleveland has not lost a game all postseason. They now lead the series 3-0. In the Western Conference, the Spurs beat the Rockets 103-92 in Game 3 to take a 2-1 series lead. And the Celtics, they're coming off a huge loss in Game 3 to the Wizards on Thursday. They still lead the series 2-1. Game 4 is in Washington again tomorrow. Tip-off from the Verizon Center is at 6.30. In the NHL playoffs last night, the Blues beat Nashville 2-1 to stave off elimination. The Preds lead that series 3-2. And the Ducks beat the Oilers 4-3 in overtime to take a 3-2 series lead. And today, it's the 143rd running of the Kentucky Derby. The race begins at 6. You can catch coverage on NBC beginning at 2.30. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's time for five questions. Five is right up. Man, let me ask you something. I got a question. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. You don't have to answer the question. I'll answer the question. 900 AM Nashua. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Calm down. 1250 AM Manchester. What did you say? And ESPNNHradio.com. Thank you for all your cooperation. Right back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. It is time now for five questions with Dave Pollard, Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, we're going over to Minnesota. We're going to catch a wild game. Love the way you said that in your update. We're going to play some hockey over down the Wild Center. Oh, I, I thought I thought you meant like it would be a wild game. I didn't yeah, think it's you a were Minnesota, Minnesota wild, wild game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Minnesota. I, we don't watch the Twins here in Minnesota. They suck. <laughs> they're, ter- they're terrible at baseball. Ever since Tory Hunter left. Maybe if Jackie Bradley goes there, they'll Oh, but that again. Joe Maurer, he hit a walk-off homer last night. I tell you what. AP. Oh, boy. <laughs> don't you get me started on Joe Maurer. We know Brian doesn't like Joe Maurer. We don't have to talk. We know, we know that. All right? That's, that's, a, that's what I said last night when he hit the home run. <laughs> you all know. Oh, he, he launched a bomb last night, that's for sure. All right, so five questions with Dave Pollard. Take it away, Dave. All right, uh, question number one, please, Brian. Get thrown out of my head. Get oh. thrown out everywhere. For that coaching staff, for everyone over there. Hey. Jeez. Relax, guy. Wow. Mouth on that guy. All right. <laughs> uh, question number one, guys. Uh, Cinco de Mayo is obviously yesterday. Yep. Uh, Cinco de Mayo, interesting holiday to me here in the United States. People just chug tequila. Because people celebrate it here in America more than they celebrate it in Mexico. Puebla. When you question people on why we celebrate Cinco de Mayo, no one know. freaking knows. I know. Yeah, what is it? it it's uh, There was a uh, battle uh, yes. between the French and the Mexican mm-hmm. at Puebla. You got it. You know yeah. more than most people. <laughs> uh, and, and Puebla honest, won. Honestly, won. in Mexico, it's it's uh, some people go, oh, it's Mexico's Independence Day. No, wrong. wrong. That's in November. Uh, only Puebla really celebrates it, and Mexico as a whole really doesn't celebrate it as much as America. But 
We celebrate it here as a drinking holiday, I like to call it. It's like St. Patrick's yeah, Day. St. Patrick's Day, yeah. You know, Any reason to drink. <laughs> not everyone's Irish, but we all celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It's Let's a drinking holiday. To get drunk. Uh, the day before Thanksgiving, I'm surprised it's not just called Alcohol Day in America. Because that's it's one of the biggest holiday. drinking days of the year. Yeah. Oh, uh, you, I, you don't I, know this? I, I'm not in a drinking family. Everyone oh, wow. comes so home from why. where they are, uh, and they come home to where they grow up, and they drink. The, the most DUIs are on that day. Oh, I don't doubt so it at all. Police Halloween, another example. Uh, it was a pagan holiday back in the day. It was called All Saints Day. They used to dress up in costumes to scare away evil demons. All right. And now we dress up uh, like superheroes, and we put on mini skirts, and we get crunk. I love this smell. Wait, Dave, Dave, you you wear miniskirts? I'm saying we as a collective whole I don't wear mini skirts. are dressing in miniskirts I don't wear mini and skirts. superhero outfits. I think you know which <laughs> gender would be got of Brian <laughs> wearing a miniskirt well, is very uh, hey, unpleasant. Let's not put yeah, it past that. any guy to put a miniskirt on for Halloween. You yeah. can do whatever you want on back Halloween. In, back in the heyday? Anything goes. Not not me particularly, but Well, there's, either there's way, dudes. guys What's your favorite drinking holiday? <laughs> and additionally, <laughs> what would be your ideal uh, pinata prizes? Oh, wow. Okay, well, by default, it's St. Patty's Day. I think right. every single year, that's the day that I actually, outside of my birthday, that I drink the most. You Super the Bowl? Is Saint pa- Super Bowl, Ooh, actually. That's another one. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I actually try not to drink too much during the Super Bowl because I want to enjoy the remember game. Remember the game. <laughs> I want to remember the game. So I actually uh, tone it down during the there Super Bowl. There are some years you don't want to remember the game. Yeah, yeah like this year, the for instance, half. when it was 28-3, to three, <laughs> yeah. everyone got really drunk, yeah. which made the end of the game <laughs> fun. awesome. Fun. It was so much fun this year because we thought they were out, and then they came back, and everyone was hammered. And uh, in terms of what I would like uh, in a pinata, I mean, like, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna defer from the candy. I love the candy. In terms of what type of candy, king size Snickers bars. Ooh, G- that's it. That's giant king size yeah. Snickers bars for just everyone. From Ashish. Just from me. Just from me. Only from me. <laughs> no one else can touch them. Just the candy. All right. All right. I, I like uh, St. Patty's Day just because I had that Irish in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't. French Canadian. Say, I'm a French Canadian Irish, <laughs> Native American, all the above. Same here. I, all you, that. So you're also, a mutt like me. I'm just like everything. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Cherokee, a lot of German. European countries thrown in there. Right. French Canadian. I have no. I can't stop Canadian. laughing. I can't stop laughing. You remember Billy Madison when they had the pinata? And the kid goes, <laughs> Rolex. You're the greatest. <laughs> yeah. Rolex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing Rolexes come out of a pinata. Yeah. Yeah. See, you're thinking big. See, so, yeah, I'm thinking since the drinking holiday, little nips just come out of it. Dude, yeah. uh, see, and now this <laughs> yeah. is why I brought it up because there's a bar called Loco in Southie. It's one uh-huh. of the hot spots now. Nice. Um, and they had a whole Cinco de Mayo party yesterday where they had uh, they had a full pig roast, which they were then doing pig tacos. Wow. They had uh, sombreros for everyone, and they had piñatas that were filled with nips of tequila, mm-hmm. which I thought was brilliant. And dangerous at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, near but, I mean, you're, you're near pig roast, people getting some drunk. Some dangerous things are brilliant. I mean, the atom bomb. Brian, question number two, please. Get thrown out of my head. Get thrown out everywhere. Bullshit. I've lost my respect for the organization, for that coaching staff, for everyone over there. There's children. Wow. There's children out there. Uh, not, not, not who are recording his stuff. I'm a huge fan. I can't believe you like Manny Machado now. <laughs> he, he is a dink. <laughs> He's awesome. He's uh, a dink. He's guys, cool. I recently uh, I had a wedding last week. This is why I wasn't you got here married? last week. Uh, yeah. No, oh. not me. It was a wedding for. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say, why weren't we invited? Right. A wedding for I'm one of my hurt. lifelong <laughs> friends. Uh, and the week before that, which is pretty, uh, it was cut it close, but we finally all managed to get together for a bachelor party. Cool, cool. Um, you know, we don't have the most money on the planet, so we had to make it a quick, easy trip. We went down to Foxwoods, uh, and it was a good time. We had a great time down there. Uh, we gambled, and really it was the first instance of me having any money to sort of gamble with. So I'm just curious, do you guys ever do this at a casino? You ever go down to Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun or uh, Plain Ridge Park is now new? It's only casino I've been to Plain Ridge Park. Have you gambled? Yeah, I I did like penny slots because I didn't have much. Okay, money, so but. that's my question: is wh- what's your game 
if you're at a casino. And do you have some strategies? What There's are you, 80 years old? To it. I, got, I actually got. They don't have real life people you like just dealing. Lose. So you I, just lose. On so okay. I didn't well, want the it. most recent time that I was at a casino was a couple years ago. It actually wasn't anywhere local. It was in the Caribbean. We we're in St. Martin, and there was a casino that on site. That seems dangerous. And uh, awesome. we played. Uh, we, I played blackjack and lost about two hundred bucks. Yeah, you can lose <laughs> money quick. And See, I, I got, my go to game. My my, my uh, go to game would be uh, no limit Texas Hold'em. Ooh, nice. That's some high roller stuff, right? I know uh, Pete Shepard no longer works here at this station, but I know he's a big time poker player. And I remember one time off the air, we had a conversation about it, and I told him I'd play him in poker sometime. But I still hope that happens at some point. Yeah. So we have an 18 plus casino in Rhode Island. It's uh, Twin River. It's located in yeah, Lincoln. Yeah, I've been. And um, I was I was 18 years old. I still remember this to this day. And I was playing slots next to my uh, mom, and we were playing Wolf Run. You, you guys ever play Wolf Run nope. slots? Mm-mm. Well, anyways, I was sitting there, and uh, I won like three hundred fifty dollars right Ooh. off the bat. Yeah, but hold on. Then you lost it all. Yep. So, so I kept you going. Get cocky. I kept going. I won another two fifty. The guy next to me, Whoa. the guy next to me was like, that, "That's gonna go cold." He's yep. like, yep. "You better get off now." So I went again, and I won another hundred and twenty-five dollars. Holy crap, man! So I was like, I'm going to keep on playing, and I kept on playing. And you lost it all. And I did a max bet instead of doing a single bet on my second oh, no. round. And the guy goes, where did the money go? <laughs> I walked away with my head down. Yep. And I was like, I'm never coming to casino ever That's again. That's the thing about gambling. The winning gets addicting. Yeah. So when I went to play in Rich Park, it was actually on New Year's uh, Eve. Mm-hmm. I went. Nice. So it's uh, been kind of rowdy there. It was. Yeah. Decent. It was Plain Ridge Park, so mm-hmm. not many people. A lot of people actually gamble using uh, on New Year's Eve. Surprisingly. Oh yeah. yeah. No. But it, I had fifty bucks. Have a good time. Yeah, that's people, a, that's people, another drinking holiday. Yeah. People who gamble. Why spend oh, time yeah, with New family? <laughs> well, they go with their purely family. Purely drinking yeah. holiday. Yeah. 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 So I had fifty bucks, and I went. I went to like a penny slot, basically, because I was like. I mean, I know I'm probably going to lose it anyway. Why lose it all at once when I can just lose it slowly? <laughs> <laughs> Death by a that's thousand. Well, I would, I would just that's do max bid. Are, I just did way. max bid every single time. Yeah. I went up to like 115. So I oh, made 65, but then I lost it all. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's you always lose at the it. End, you you got to know lose. when to walk away. That's uh, for sure. I should have learned that. And I was like, you know what? I'll just keep going. But <laughs> the number one you... Th- First nope. time, you know. Number one, th- number one thing you say when people say, how is the casino? You say, oh, uh, yeah. I broke even. Right. That's but what you want to do. Right. Yeah, which is crazy. That's the mindset. Most people, if you say, I broke even, they go, that's good. You lost. <laughs> and and if you lose money, <laughs> if you lose money, you say, I paid for the experience. Yeah. Right. That's right. what you say. True. Exactly. True. Exactly. All right, guys. Question number three. Get thrown out of my head. Get thrown out everywhere. Jeez. No, I've lost my respect for the organization, for that coaching staff, for everyone over there. He just said Sounds he got like th- thrown out Tarantino everywhere. Everywhere. Like, but they can't hit him. Thrown right. everywhere. Dave yeah. still loves him. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of Machado, uh, Dustin Pedroia obviously took exception uh, to what his team did, to what the Red Sox did. In response to the slide into second base, he didn't though. Because he did though he because did. he stood he said, at the yeah. top of the dugout. And it he wasn't said, me. It was not them. me. Yeah, but then not he was me. said, if I, if it was me, me I would have thrown been, at you yeah, the first day. Look at His this lips, dopey looking man. I don't think I've seen man. more that readable him, lips. Right. You can tell the entire conversation. It <laughs> right. wasn't me. It was them. If it was me, it would have been on that first day. Right. So he would have done it. Yeah. You think his reputation's taken a hit? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. I think that was poor leadership by Pedroia. You do not throw your team under the bus, especially when you know cameras are around. And then after the game, talk about how stupid Matt Barnes was. You do not throw your team under the bus. You back up your teammates. You back up your manager. Not when they throw at someone's head. and, and And then you send a text to Machado and you say, hey, man, you know, my bad. I'll, I'll talk to him. You know, that's not what we stand for. We're not trying to hurt you. But to the media. Behind the scenes, you're you saying. You do not. You apologize you, behind you, you the Fine, back. apologize behind closed doors. Yeah. Don't do it to the media. Because then it makes you look like a bad leader. Well, and that's exactly what Dustin Pedroia Don't throw did. at someone's head. Don't do it during the game. Yeah. Don't he do might as well have run over to Machado in the other dugout and handed him yep. flowers. The fact, and said, I'm sorry. The fact that he said. <laughs> He it's not. That. He said it's not me. It's them. I, I didn't. That did, no, that's not a good that's look. Tough. That's tough. Oh me. It's these guys behind me. I'd like to see the reaction if somebody else got cleated by Machado, um, because Dustin Pedroia is the one that experienced that. And if we would say Bogarts or um, was it Rutledge at the time? No, Hernandez. Uh, Marco Hernandez. Pablo was still alive. Pa- Pablo. <laughs> no, no, no. Alive. But you're talking about who was playing short. <laughs> who was playing third? Pablo. Pablo. 
All right, so Pablo or Bogarts, right? Say they get cleated. I want to see Moreland at first, but I want to see the reaction that Dustin Pedroia gives Machado because I know they're buddy buddy, like they're cool. They're cool with each other. Oh yeah, he right? loves Manny Machado. So I want to see if Pedroia would have stepped up for the person that got cleated because he's the one that experienced it. Yeah. So he knows that it wasn't on purpose, right? Because from his standpoint, but he's saying, you know what, the team had to back me up. But he didn't say that because if he said it that way, then people would have said, okay, there's the leadership quality. Sure, right? and I think the response by the team was so great and so uh, emotional was because it was Dustin Pedroia. It wasn't right. just any other player. The captain right. of the team. Yeah. Right. All right, question number four, Brian. Get thrown out of my head. Get thrown out everywhere. Bullshit. I've lost my respect for the organization, for that coaching staff, for everyone over there. I, someone gained respect I just for love you. How he says, <laughs> "Say hello <laughs> to my little friend." Might as well be thrown in Montana. <laughs> I love how he says, "Thrown at my head, thrown all over the place, <laughs> thrown everywhere." The Red Sox couldn't hit me. <laughs> you f with me, you f with the best. <laughs> uh, guys, are you looking past the Wizards at all to Cleveland? No. Oh no, 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 not okay. at all. So I can't really even <laughs> no. ask yes. this question. But don't you think if they play Cleveland, they're just gonna get swept? swept. Yeah. Uh. Well, no, hold on. No, no, no. no, no they no, could lose in five. You see how they look in game you, three? Do you see how they looked in the six games that they won straight? Yes. Don't you think that the Raptors Against a Bulls team that did not have push Rondo. Rondo? A little bit. Don't you think that? Don't you think the Raptors went into that series going, you know what? We can give them a series. DeRozan can't play in the playoffs. This is my point. We're uh, going to find out some Paris. negative stuff about the Celtics so if they the, play the Cleveland. So the question that Dave has is, oh, will they avoid a sweep against Cleveland once they get to the I can see them winning maybe one game. I can see them winning a game. I'll say one or two. One or two. Okay. But the thing is, like, my expectation this whole time is get to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose. Sure. That's oh, a, that's, like, that's a fun expectation. Yeah, that's a that's great a, expectation. That's if they can make it past it's the a real Wizards. Li- it's a realistic expectation. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, that's and the thing is, you guys, and you guys are crapping on me. Oh, they're yeah. not going to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. If they win two more games, guess what? They are there. Yeah. I just want to see them get there. I just want to see them get there. I said that they were going to make it to the Eastern Conference. No, you didn't. I wanted to lose the first round. I wanted to see them win a They needed to win a round first. You can't put the horse before the cart, okay? No, that what? is no, what you do. No, that is what you do. <laughs> That's you not what I meant. You have you know. to do that. Yes. Ryan, t- turn your mic <laughs> off. Ryan, Ryan just made a new rejoiner right there. <laughs> That's great. Can't put the car- a cart before nine the horse. saves time. Wait but, a minute. That's back. <laughs> I, I think the Celtics winning in, in six. So I'm sorry. What, what was I the question the again? Do we see them winning a game against the Cleveland yes. Cavaliers? Yeah, I could see them winning a game. No. One or two at You home. just said you could see them I winning said a game. maybe. Sweep and then City. I changed my mind. Sweep City. Cleveland's going to bring brooms to game one. Yep. And just whoop, go. Whoop, whoop, whoop. No, one or two at LeBron home. LeBron's just going to dunk on everyone. He's going to grab a beer from the crowd and yep. chug it. And, and then sue the company. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, final question. Get thrown out of my head. Get thrown out everywhere. Bullshit. I've lost my respect for the organization, for that coaching staff, for everyone over there. All right. He needs to calm down. Disrespect. All right. Uh, so, guys, recently, uh, well, on Thursday, it was May the 4th. We all know that that's become a denoted, uh, and ridiculously, mind you, a denoted Star Wars holiday. May the 4th yeah. be with you. May the 4th be with you. Oh, of course. It was a Star Wars marathon. Right. We, and uh, not only that, but Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 came out uh, a week, maybe a week ago. I have no idea. I need I to see so. the first one. Oh, oh I Me loved too. it, honestly. That, really? Yeah, I loved the first one. I still haven't seen the second, but I want to see it. Uh, so it just got me thinking about space movies and how many good ones there are. Spaceballs. So, so that's a space movie. Absolutely. Space balls. <laughs> uh, guys, what is your favorite Brian's uh, been all over the space place today. movie or television show? Can I, I can't say the obvious, obviously, right? Because uh, I would say let's go outside of Star Wars for this. because Star I know, Trek? But, no, I, I mean, Star it's Trek not my favorite. If, if you so have a bad. favorite. Star Wars is Star not your Wars. favorite? No. No. The Expanse is my new favorite wow. TV show. Really? Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, it's uh, so good. All right, so my favorite is the TV show Firefly coupled with the movie they made off that Serenity, which was, I mean, it got canceled after one season, Firefly did, but to me, that's the best space story uh, that I've ever seen. I loved right. it. Nathan Fillion, right? Yeah, yep. exactly. Okay. What about uh, Galaxy Quest or... See, I want to watch Galaxy Quest because I've watched Firefly, 
And uh, and I heard if I like Firefly, I like Galaxy Quest, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So favorite movie or TV show that has to do with space? Uh, probably yeah. Apollo thirteen or I know I know this it's movie a gets one. a lot of hate, but Armageddon. Yeah. Armageddon's awesome. Yeah, but a lot of people. A good yeah, but a lot of people Always say that Ben Affleck was terrible in that movie. It, yeah, I mean the acting was bad. <laughs> the story made good. no sense. The plot was ridiculous. Made Tyler was useless. Listen to me. They slingshot around the moon, <laughs> land on the back of an asteroid, and then split it in half with a nuclear bomb, and somehow. That nuclear bomb doesn't do anything to the <laughs> atmosphere of the Earth. It's a ridiculous movie, but it's entertaining as all hell. I oh, love the Michael Bay movie. What do you expect? God, I, 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 I cried. Nonsense and special so effects. So Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. Transformers is a space movie, right? Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. E.T. Yep. E.T. Space movie. Did you guys cry when Bruce Willis died? That was sad. Yeah, was because sad, he right? spoke to Liv Tyler, his daughter, and they were fighting up onto that now, point. Now, is that linked yeah. to the sixth sense? Is that... Uh, and, then, and then Steven Tyler <laughs> sings her, his daughter a song at yeah. the end of that movie. Yep. That movie was all around I preposterous, but it was awesome. <laughs> I think honestly, as bad as bad as Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller, my my goodness, Ben Affleck, as bad as Ben Affleck was in that movie, the one scene, <laughs> the one scene that always gets me in that movie is when they draw straws at the end. Oh yeah, and yeah. then Bruce Willis is like, "I'll walk him down." Mm-hmm. That was harrowing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that was. Listen, gonna, I will be the first one take to take care you. of my little girl now. I will, I, will be, I will be the first one to tell you. I will be the first one to tell you that Armageddon is not a good movie. But Don't I loved it. it as a kid. I loved that movie, just like I Twister. Twister was not a good movie. I loved that movie and still love that movie. Yes, I'll, I'll give you It was great. It, it was great. Very it, entertaining. Independence Day. Another That's a great movie. Another, oh my goodness! That's a new one. Independence the old, the old one. Yeah. Resurgence. Oh, Mark. That's a good one. Will yeah. Smith and Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. No, one. no one uh, for Alien or Aliens. Even Sigourney yeah. Weaver yeah, back in the day. Uh, it's more of a Weaver horror movie, honestly. It's, it's more of a horror too movie. Sci-fi. Yeah. Too much sci-fi for me. I mean, most space movies are. <laughs> yeah, but like That's Independence what Day is like kind of space movies are. It's kind Sci-fi. of like action packed, like sure, you know, I, like, I you see what a lot of graphics, that. like like Alien versus Predator and Alien and Predator. It's just like too much, mm-hmm. too much uh, gory gook. What about Men in Black? Men in Black is great, good, but they don't awesome go movie. into space yeah. that much. No, but it's still they do spa- in the second one, don't still, they? Still, uh, like yeah. anything space alien like, related, I'll yeah, consider a space. E.T. That's they don't go e. into space. Look, E.T. is on planet Earth, literally from beginning to end. Sure. It's not a space movie. It's but not a space a alien. Comes a, in. It's sort of a space movie. You, you know what's my favorite part of Men <laughs> in Black? To be a space movie, they have when to go the into aliens, space. When the alien's asking for sugar and water. Yeah. <laughs> and she, more. 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 <laughs> more. Remember, remember when the lady pours lemonade for Will Smith and he just spits oh, yeah. it back into the glass? <laughs> yeah, he just spits it right back in. Oh, man. Great right, guys. All right, well, so that wraps that's, up that's five, five questions. questions. We went over. For the record, E.T., not a space movie. Yes, not it a is. a space alien on Earth. Yes, it's it space-ish. is. It's space-ish. It's a space-ish movie. Well, yeah. well but Martian. Uh, I am Martian. Yeah. My favorite Martian. My favorite Martian. This is the Sports Blast on ESPN. The Blast Off's coming up next. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's local ESPN. Yo, everybody get up! Everybody get up! Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them. Yo! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. When you need spends a little too much time in the sun relief. Yikes. Ow, what the? Attack of the angry mosquito relief. Hey, watch this. Scraped knees. And an elbow. Relief. You need new Gold Bond Pain and Itch Relief Cream with Lidocaine. Gold Bond has the maximum strength lidocaine available without a prescription and starts working on contact to numb away pain and itch. New Gold Bond with Lidocaine. Relief starts now. Use as directed. My name is Sue Smith. I'm 38 years old, and I work at a graphic design company. Which is funny, because I couldn't even draw a stick figure when I was a kid. But I met someone who told me, you know what? You can do anything if you really want to. And if the teenage me were here, she'd tell you, I wouldn't be into drawing and art if it wasn't for big brothers, big sisters. Most kids from my neighborhood don't get into art. They get into trouble. But I was lucky because my big sister showed me early on that I didn't have to be like most people. And to the young me, that meant a lot. 
My big sister's name is Sheila, and Sheila is the reason that this eight-year-old grows up to have an amazing job as a graphic designer. Whether you donate money or time, you're helping big brothers, big sisters help a child, and that can last a lifetime. Start something today at BigBrothersBigSisters.org. Brought to you by Big Brothers Big Sisters and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm John Sakata. Did you know that chronic hepatitis C affects approximately one million Hispanic Americans? I'm visiting my father today, who's part of that statistic. And while not every story is the same, I'd like to tell you his. Such a proud man, old-fashioned, the provider, hardworking man. Stay strong, be silent. But this disease is just as silent. He lived with it for at least 20 years and never mentioned how sick he was getting. Never talked over any of the options with his doctor. If I'd have known more about chronic hepatitis C, I could have encouraged him to take action sooner. Then maybe I'd be visiting him at home instead of here at the cemetery. If you still think there's strength in silence, think again. Please talk to your doctor about your options and learn more at tuneintohepc.com. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Red Sox began their three-game series against the Minnesota Twins last night. Despite a late comeback, the Twins got a walk-off homer from Joe Maurer to beat the Sox 4-3. to And their road trip continues today. Rick Porcello on the hill for the Sox. First pitch is at 210. Cleveland beat the Raptors last night in Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals, 115-94. LeBron James led the Cavs with 35 points. Cleveland has not lost a game all postseason. They now lead the series 3-0. In the Western Conference, the Spurs beat the Rockets 103-92 in Game 3 to take a 2-1 series lead. The Celtics, they're coming off a huge loss in Game 3 to the Wizards on Thursday. They still lead the series 2-1, to one, but Game 4 is in Washington again tomorrow. Tip-off from the Verizon Center is at 6.30. In the NHL playoffs last night, the Blues beat Nashville 2-1 to one to stave off elimination. The Preds lead that series 3-2. to two, And the Ducks beat the Oilers 4-3 to three in overtime to take a 3-2 series lead. And the 143rd running of the Kentucky Derby is today at 6. You can catch the race on NBC. Coverage begins at 2.30. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. All right, final minutes here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire, ESPN NHRadio.com. It is the blast off, and uh, we just continue talking about Armageddon. For yeah, a few just the logistics of the whole just thing. Just how dumb that movie the was, plot, but how it, awesome it was. Like, it's, it was so, <laughs> like, entertaining in terms of just, like, pure entertainment factors. Like, whoa, and wow, and boom, and crash, and all that stuff. Great. Entertaining is all hell. Michael Bay movies are all explosions. And no plot substance whatsoever, right? Yeah. And, and the fact that all Smith these guys, it out. yeah, right, let's just send right. all these oil rig guys up to space who yeah. have never done anything like this, who gonna, have never blown up a nuke. We're gonna dig a hole into an asteroid. We're gonna blow it up. My favorite part of that movie is at the very end, after it's all said and done, the asteroid gets split in half, and there's this guy on the news who's like. Well, and he immediately knows, by the way, the asteroid's going to miss us on both sides of the planet by 300 miles, and most of the small particles have been evaporated. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> How'd you know? Wow, amazing! Like, that's incredible! None of the small particles are going to hit us? Like, nope, they've all been evaporated. <laughs> wow, amazing job, Earth. Like, unbelievable. Do Good we, science. Do, do we have a space reporter out there in um, the galaxy to say, hey, yep, 300 miles this way, 300 miles that way. Mm -hmm. No debris whatsoever. No the gas debris. Will, the no gas debris. will not touch nice, the atmosphere. Somewhat cloudy day. That's the most clutch part of all of it. There's no debris. No it's debris. all been evaporated. That's incredible. And the yeah. funny thing is, like, that was a really good cast, too. Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton. Sure. You know, yeah. Liv Dude, Tyler was useless Steve in it, Buscemi. but Steve Buscemi, That is ben the Affleck. penultimate blockbuster movie. You got you get a great cast, you throw a bunch of money into special effects, and you have no plot substance yep. whatsoever. I mean, the plot in and of itself is like, okay, crazy story, right? Like, asteroid coming to the Earth, 
It's pretty simple, like doomsday. Oh, this really happened. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Right. Based on a true story. Right. Bruce, Bruce story. Willis saved us all. And then, <laughs> and then he died and came and back and in the and sixth and and was, He died again. And, and, then, and, he then, the whole time. and then he became a ghost <laughs> and went down to Earth yeah. uh, to haunt Macaulay Culkin or yeah. whoever that was. Haley uh, Joel, Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Same difference. What's the difference? Yeah, one of those kids. And then, he, and, and then he finds out he's been dead the whole time. And, and then Will Smith and Jeff Goldman went up to uh, space to protect. Right. This uh, is, no, the thing this about is all fact. It's all fact. <laughs> no, honestly, I feel like in in Armageddon, uh, the the one thing that they really seemed to force with the plot was the Ben Affleck Liv Tyler story. Uh, it yeah. just kind of like conveniently popped up whenever they felt like it. It's like okay, let's just kind of put it in. Well, randomly. they needed to make the movie longer. Yeah, and they needed yeah. to. Make Make a little bit. Have, they needed to have, have a rift. A love they, story. they needed also a rift between every, Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. It's how dare you date my daughter? Every disaster movie needs a love story. I give you Titanic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boom. Well, that was tomorrow. mainly a love, love story. That, yeah, that That's was just I mean. a love story. The, the it wasn't really, I mean, it James, was a disaster James Cameron movie, but said to himself, well, I can't just make a movie about the Titanic sinking. Right. That would be tragic. Right. No. you got to make a love story. What we're going to do is two people are going to fall in love. There's going to be classes that unite. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be awesome until the very end, but one of them's going to survive forever and ever till she's 150 years old. And go and through she's misery. Gonna, she's gonna <laughs> and then Bill Paxton gonna, comes and interviews her. She's going <laughs> to drop that diamond in the, in the ocean and... Uh, and Live, they're they're li- gonna live a long and happy life together in heaven on the Titanic. They live through misery. <laughs> Don't you think there was enough room for both of them on that? Piece oh, of there was point? definitely yes. enough room. Yeah. He was just yes, trying to be was. a hero. Yeah, he want, yeah. But there good, wasn't enough room in the plot <laughs> for that to happen. Right, exactly. Okay. It's like no, someone needs to die here. Someone's gotta die. Yeah, because it was only what four hours long. I mean, they had to really <laughs> one of the longest movies. They, they had to they had to play you know violins on on the ship. No, if if Leo, yeah, if Leo DiCaprio Young, survived yeah. in Titanic, it would not have been as good a movie. Yeah, yeah. It no, you gotta have a love story in a disaster movie. Otherwise, it's just a disaster movie. But Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler, <laughs> that was just the that? worst. That was the worst well, part of the movie, though. Yeah, should, uh, right? That would be kind of uh, Real interesting. Life. You know, that would be amazing. <laughs> you guys agree but with no me? No one though. ever does it. You guys <laughs> agree with me that Liv Tyler was pretty useless in Armageddon? Totally. Oh, she was gorgeous, though. She's gorgeous, but her, p- her point in the movie was just oh. to be. Why, yeah, why, was she, why by actor. the way, was she granted so much access into NASA? She was just there the <laughs> whole time. Hanging out. Because she's, she's <laughs> the, the daughter. daughter. Bruce she Willis. started calling a lot of shots there, too, towards the end. I, I mean, she probably has a lot of leeway because she's the daughter of Bruce Willis. Ben Affleck has that horrible song in the middle of it. All my bags are packed. I'm ready to go. You remember, you remember the animal cracker scene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which again was just like an off-brand uh, version of that song going on, and you knew which it was so weird, like so creepy. Cheesy. And it was though, product right? placement oh, yeah. for Animal like, Crackers too. They're doing Animal Crackers <laughs> da- up and down Liv Tyler's uh, ample breasts while her father is singing on top of that in the background. A little bit weird, right? A, a little bit. And Ben Affleck, uh, not as bad as Ben Affleck's voice though. At least they brought someone in there with the. Good I'm voice. glad he ate the Animal Crackers though. Blatant, Good blatant him. product placement at oh, its yeah. best. Oh yeah, it's like okay, like what cookie? Like Reese's Pieces and ET. Yeah, literally, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> Always happens. I'm gonna watch Armageddon though. I'll be back again. <laughs> 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 I'm waiting for someone to pick this up. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> 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 this. Hey, by the way, if you're walking around Main Street in downtown Nashua, there's, there's apparently going something on. going on here. So I was a little bit distracted by that. I don't know what's happening today. Maybe. It's a little too late to ask now. Festival outside, honestly. It looks like there's food. Google uh, it. I don't know what else is going on out here, but Main Street. Food, bear. Right outside 149 Main Street, Nashua, there is something going on. That there's just shows that we have, we're talking about Armageddon and what's happening outside our studio. That just shows you that we have literally run out of everything to talk about. Day four We have exhausted all our things. Yeah, they will Get a lose. W. Get a W. They win. I think they're going to lose a in a tight one. I yeah. think they're going to have a better game and lose. They're going to win in six, by the way. I oh, they're going to lose. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see this thing go seven. I, I think it, I think it has to seven. go seven if they lose uh, game four here. All right. Wrap up the series. Get a W. We'll be back next week. Enjoy yourself. For Brian Roach, Dave Fawn, Mark Lazal, Mishish Sharma, have a good week, everyone. Peace. Peace.